0: It. Look at Talk new episode starts now welcome one welcome everybody to the Look at Talk podcast I am your host be Mr V Jones and today this is an exclusive round ladies and gentlemen meaning I go one on one with a legendary everybody my guest today is an accomplished author and he's the author of the book called The Manual it's Mr AJ Carter how you doing today sir
1: what's up i'm i'm doing good how you doing?
0: I'm doing great, man. Thank you for coming on today, man. So oh, tell yeah. me, what got you into writing?
1: Oh man, I've always been writing. You know, I've been writing since I was six years old. So I mean, writing is in my blood. You know what I mean? So I started off as a songwriter. Then I went into poetry. I won a few awards there. As a matter of fact, um, I mean, who's who in poetry around the world? And I'm in the Library of Congress three, three times. Actually, I won uh, awards for that. So, wow,
0: that's <laughs> nice. That's <laughs> nice to have an accomplished writer on. You know, what I'm saying.
1: Yeah. So, yeah.
0: and also, I do want to thank you for your service, and um, I do appreciate it. You know, you know, what I'm saying you looking out for the people in the world, giving your time, risking your life to go and fight the bad people. So, I do appreciate it.
1: Oh no doubt,
0: no, no doubt. doubt. So tell me how things going up there for you up in New York. Oh,
1: man. It's rough out here, you know. The lines is crazy when you go shopping.
0: Half the, half the racks be empty, you know. Oh, man, <laughs> yes, it'd be, it'd be so rough. And it's like people buying up toilet paper and stuff. Like, like mm-hmm. this the damn essential. I'm like, what the hell? All the yeah. damn toilet paper gone. All the yeah, paper People haven't wiped their ass before. <laughs> <laughs> All for some damn, all because of a damn virus that's only killed a small amount of people. Well, I mean,
1: I think they know that it's it's more than what it is. That's why there's all this containment and stuff like that, you know? I mean, they they try to compare it to the flu to play it down. But have you ever seen stores shut down
0: for a flu? I ain't never seen no damn store shut down for a flu.
1: Exactly. In New York, they got the bars, the restaurants, the casinos, everything shut down. You they if you order you can't even um go to the store and get some food like at at Applebee's or something like that, because they only can do takeout now.
0: Yeah, I saw that. It's crazy. Even even here in Florida, they shutting things down. But of course, everybody shows up at the beach. I'm like, damn, yeah, everybody, everybody. Of course, everybody's at the beach because everything else is just shut down. It's crazy, yeah. It, it's, it's so so damn crazy. So tell me about this crazy. book called the Manual. What inspired you to write this book? Well,
1: as far as that goes, uh, you know, I want to I want to continue writing and I wanted to go in a different direction and. You know, I had a lot of mentors and stuff like that. So what they tell you is write what you know, you know, and that's the best way to have a book that actually sells. Write what you know. So this is what I knew. You know, I knew women. I was very um, promiscuous back in the day. You know, I would say that's the word to use. Um, I would say uh, I would sleep with like four to five women a day. (laughs) One Ooh. Boy. <laughs> per day so women is what I knew and that's what I wrote about you know I mean I slept with every type of woman you can name
0: so was that favorite oh, type man. of woman you slept with
1: um not really not really I would say um the favorites are always just the ones that do what I like you know, and that's that, you know. Some girls uh uh lay still and you know, they don't do nothing, you know, but look pretty. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's that's definitely true. Some of them they just sit there look pretty and think, Oh, I'm I'm not supposed to put it in work, nah, come on now.
1: Yeah, the ones I put in work are always my favorite, so hey,
0: yeah how it is. So uh, what did after- you learn from you um through being promiscuous? What did I learn? Yeah, I learned. At the time, I wasn't
1: thinking I was learning nothing, but exac- exactly who I wanted to get with. But I did learn, um, I would say, what kind of woman I wanted to be with um, and all the attributes she had to have in order for me to actually want to get serious with her. Because, right, uh, right. yeah, I mean, you know, I... When I when I was on um, a single scene, I never actually, you know, tried to lie to a woman or nothing like that and say, you know, you're the only one and I'm in love with you, this and that. I never did all that. I said, yo, you know, um, I got a girl, you know, you want to roll with this, you want to do this or what? And nine to ten, they do. So that's how it went. You know what I mean? I never t- I never like to tell women, hey, you know, I'm I'ma break up with my girl or you are the only one, because later on that only caused problems and whatnot. She falls all in love and whatnot, and then there you go with your girl, or you tell her no. And she, I mean, I've seen some crazy stuff, man. I mean, I seen a girl I was messing with, and she knew from the start that I that I had a girl. When my girl came back to New York, she was like, running up and down the street, acting crazy, screaming. I was like, damn. Yeah. So that's why I'm always honest with women. I feel you I that. that.
0: So why aren't most men honest with women nowadays?
1: <sighs> because it's in a man's nature to have more than one woman. So therefore, um, he feel that he got to sneak around and do it. But you ain't got to sneak around. Women uh, just are as, just as nasty as some of these men, you know? Well, I found a lot of women just as nasty as me, you know?
0: <laughs> See, what I found out is women are just as nasty, and they're better at it. They, they know how to cover their asses better than some of us men do.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I just slept with people's wives and everything. So I know how, how these girls get down. You know, don't you know? Don't believe that. Oh, the men are the ones that's cheating and knock the women. Especially when I was in the military. When I was in the military, man, the guys used to go away for um, what they call going to the field, and that was like war training. And they would go for two weeks, and all you had to do is show up at the club when when the guys when when the guys went away, you go to the club. And um you guaranteed to be sleeping with somebody's wife because they were just out there. Guaranteed. There was no way that you wasn't walking out of there getting getting the chick and whatnot. I mean, I ain't talking about their phone number. I'm talking about from the club to the hotel. Yep.
0: Oh, they got down like that. That's crazy. <laughs> I, I never, I never knew that women were that crazy. I knew they were crazy, but I didn't think they were that damn crazy. I thought they were usually faithful to the men that were in service. Nah, nah,
1: nah. Most of the guys that got married in the service, they was um, divorced within six months to a year. Oh
0: damn! Six months to a year? Yep. Wow, that, that's crazy. Yeah, because they found so, out the girl ain't so faithful. <laughs> So how can you tell if you got a faithful woman or not? How can you tell? Yeah, keep your
1: eyes open. That's all. That's the only way you could do it because they ain't gonna come out and tell you. You know, just keep your eyes open. What I, um, when I was married before, um, how I found out my wife was cheating was because I had a I had this um, jar of condoms. I used to call it the candy jar. So I had a jar of condoms, and it was a whole bunch of condoms up in there. But she didn't know how much I pay attention to detail. Like, I'm very detail-oriented. I mean, I'm down to, like, you could look at something and think it's a mess, and I know where each thing is. So she sit up there and took a condom to sit up there and go mess with some dude. I go up in there. Look at my candy jar, and it looks like something's missing. So I'm like, yo, let me count this. I counted it, and one was missing. That's when I knew. Yep. <laughs> so
0: you counted the candy jar, and you found out one was missing, and that's how you knew. You didn't think to look through your stuff.
1: Oh, no. Like I said, I'm very detail oriented. Very detail oriented. I don't miss a beat.
0: That's what's up. <laughs> so how did you confront her about she? Um, how did I confront her? Uh yeah. I
1: just told her I knew about it. And uh, you know, she got a choice. She has some choices to make. I can give her a break, or she can kick rocks. Her choice, you know? Being that I was working and everything, taking care of, but she felt that um you know she's stay with me but then i caught her you know cheating again. Oh oh so, wow, yeah so what i did was i packed the pus stuff and brought it to the guy's house and dropped it off just like that oh that's wow. guy. yeah i knew who he was yeah. damn new york that small not that small. It's just that they just that grimy.
0: You know, they just that grimy. So, how did you recover from being cheated on? How I recover? Yeah. I move on. I kick her out and go to the next chick. From the ex to the next. That's you know? real. So, but what? What some it. tips on maintaining a lasting relationship that you think people miss on? Um.
1: As far as maintaining a lasting relationship, you got to remember how you got the woman what a, what a, what about you attracted her to you to you you know how did y'all come to be about and you got to continue to do those things see a lot of guys slack up women too, they slack up, and that's when things start you know getting kind of shaky. you know I, I, in my book, I compared it to a car. You buy a car, the car's nice and pretty. You know, you keep it shining, everything like that. It's nice, right? But as as time goes by, you gotta remember. In order to maintain that car, you gotta have oil changes. You gotta put gas in it, all that type of stuff. You know, in order for it to look nice, you gotta wash it. If you don't do any of them things, sooner or later, the car gonna stop working. You know what I mean? Same thing with the relationship. If you don't ma- do the maintenance, it's not gonna kick, continue to work. You go, your eyes gonna look up other directions. If she started off um, giving you BJ's and that's what you liked, then she gotta continue giving you BJ's. Because the second you stop, she stopped, You are gonna be looking at the next chick, and it might be a friend who was eyeing you all this time,
0: and she do BJ's.
1: What <laughs> would that?
0: Damn, yeah. I didn't know women were that grimy, that they would look at their homegirl's wife or, or homegirl's man it was like, that. god damn. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, a, it's a cold world out here. Oh, yeah, man. Oh,
1: yeah. I didn't see some of the craziest stuff. <laughs> Trust me. Yeah. I mean, yeah. There was one time I sit up there, because uh, I'm am a I'm a recovering sex addict. Let me just get that out the way. I had to go to therapy and everything, you know, so. It's serious. Um, there it was one time I knew this girl. She used to hit so many dudes. She'd be in the bedroom hitting hitting one dude and I'd be in the living room watching TV waiting for my turn.
0: Yep. Damn, y'all run trains like that? Yep. <laughs> wow, that is Crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I could be in another house while another man getting it in, unless yeah. I'm getting it in too with another woman in another room. Yeah, that's just crazy. Yep, I've done all that. Damn. So, what do you tell people about when you tell people that you're a sex act? What? How do people usually react to you?
1: You know, they question it. You know, they they look at me funny and think that oh, I, I'm just um, I'm just a guy that. You know, like to have sex. You know, like the normal guy. You know, when they when they tell me about how many girls they slept with, I hear numbers like nine, ten, stuff like that. That was a good week for me. <laughs> <laughs> and that was you talking about their lifetime.
0: <laughs> <laughs> wow. So, what made you decide to slow down? You know what made me slow down
1: is is when people pointed out. See, nobody's ever pointed it out to me. And um, one day, a woman on oh, my job, I used to work at um, at North Shore Hospital. And um, a woman who was much older than me, I was maybe in my, um, hmm, how old was I? Maybe like 31, something like that at that time. And um, she said, you know, I heard that you slept with every pretty girl in this building from the lobby to the 10th floor. And I was like, what? It's like that? My information getting around like that? And that made me stop. Yeah. This woman was like like, she was 65 years old. She wasn't interested in me. You know what I mean? If I heard that from a young girl, I might have doubted what she was saying i wouldn't have cared about it i would think that oh she's just jealous because she wants some but nah there was a 65 year old woman who told
0: me that now i was like damn Damn, Mm yeah so it took an older woman to tell you that as for your wake-up call
1: yeah yeah like with anything and whatnot you know um with me Somebody has to point it out to me. I can't have people enjoying the same thing I'm enjoying and whatnot. And, and you know, not really, I wouldn't really notice it if, if you were into it and I'm into it. I wouldn't care. I would notice it. But just like when I stopped drinking and whatnot, my dad pointed it out. And I never thought about it the way he said it. You know, it was the way he said it. It was like, if you have to have a drink every day, then you are alcoholic. That's all he said. And from that day, I stopped drinking. Just like that. No Alcoholics Anonymous, none of that. Because I had I had never thought about it. And I didn't want to be labeled. You know what I mean? So I was like, wow. And I mean, I used to be like drinking every day. Even when we when we went to the clubs and whatnot, I would sit up there and get the Mad Dog 2020, the Cisco, the, the whole. Um, between three of us, we have a we had a whole case of twenty four so um, beers, and then I go to the club and drink.
0: <laughs> oh man, you used to get down, <laughs> <laughs> man. But it's good to hear you're a recovering alcoholic, and I hope the name my name of the podcast "Look It All" doesn't encourage you to go back to your old ways. Oh nah, man, because. It may be called Look and Talk, but there are plenty of episodes where we ain't drinking. So I hope we don't revert back to your old ways. Oh, definitely not. I'm far from that, man.
1: I mean, I turned 360. You know, I'm a- I'm actually an ordained minister now. So, you know,
0: I don't do my wow. job.
1: <laughs> I'm good now. Now, me
0: through that process, what was that process like going from being the party man to now you're being an ordained minister?
1: Well, see, this is people's misconception. A minister is a man too. People put you on this pedestal and think that you know, oh, he was perfect, like he's perfect, like Jesus. No, I'm a man that makes mistakes. I just try to not make mistakes. You know, the Bible tells you we all fall, shit for, for uh, short, and you know, all of us are sinners. He didn't say some, he didn't say um, everybody that's not a minister or everybody that doesn't go to church. Now, he said, we all fall short of glory, including the ministers. So don't believe that, you know, oh, these guys are so good, this and that or whatever. They just hide it a little better. That's all. (laughs) That's all. They ain't gonna come and tell you. I I, can attest that there are some ministers
0: that are good at hiding it, you know? That's what I'm telling. Honestly, doesn't I don't know. You know a message is bad at hiding it when the when you in you in one city and you recognize the preacher in the, in another city city because you recognize him because you went to his church. Because there was this one preacher that he got caught messing around his wife with somebody in the church. It made news. It I'm in Tampa. This happened in Tallahassee. I found out in Tampa. I'm like, and then I look at the preacher, I said, "God damn, I, I want this damn charge? Uh huh. So that's how I knew right then and there, preachers were human. Right, I, I knew it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So the whole notion of putting preachers on pedestal, pedestals, I never agreed to that because I'm like, they got, they got to have a life too. You know what exactly. I'm saying? They like what they like too. Yeah. Yeah. But how do you deal with it um being an ordained minister? Because I know there'll be some pretty women in that damn church.
1: You gotta pray, brother. Bro, bro. That's it. Just pray. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. I pr- That's real. I pray more than more than average. I'll say that, you know. I pray more than the average. I mean, I'm like praying like seven, eight, nine, ten times a day. Because um I can't get the devil not an inch to get in because otherwise I'm going backslide. You know, I'm going backslide. Everything that you see, sin is all around you. So therefore, you know, if you if you're not praying, you're going to see a pretty woman walk down the street and you're looking at her. Oh, Boy, she got a donkey. You know, <laughs> look at her chest sticking out. Woo! i like to get some of that. Nah. Nah. I couldn't disrespect my wife like that because I wouldn't want her to disrespect me like that. And you have to think about that. How would you feel if your woman did the same thing to you? So if she's giving you respect, then the thing to do is give her this respect back. You know, I'm not telling you to disrespect somebody, respect somebody that's disrespecting you, but if you get getting respect, reciprocate that. That's all I'm
0: saying. That's yeah, real. It's real. Yeah. I totally, totally agree with you on that. You know what I'm yep. saying? And um, So what inspired you to just, just decide to say, I'm going to write this book for men, um, to for men to guide them despite everything you've been through? What made you just to say, I'm going to write this book?
1: Well, because, like I said, I've been through it all and then I became saved and I just uh turned all the way around and I was thinking about you know if somebody would have gave me this information from the start maybe I wouldn't have did what I what I was doing you know and that's usually the problem that there's not enough information being distributed so you're learning as you go you know (laughs) and the people you learn it from might not be the right teachers
0: yeah, that's definitely true. Cause life ain't always the best teacher, but sometimes you know you learn from your experiences. Yep. That's real. So let's deal with the married people for a minute. What are some things that you tell them to to spark, to respark their marriage? There's lots of things you could do. I mean, um, some
1: people like walks in the park. Of course, you nothing to walk in the park. I tell people, you know, if you want to get in shape. Take your you and your girl and you know y'all go jogging. You know, that way y'all spending time together, you all exercising together. When she take off her clothes, she you gonna like it. When she when you take when you take off yours, she's gonna like it. Why? Because you was exercising together, getting all hot and bothered, and next thing you know, you in the bedroom. Yeah, wow. <laughs> wow, that's real. <laughs> hey
0: fellas, y'all might need to take note on this podcast, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> This is Liquor Talk. If you don't know, this is what we do. We talk to the people, y'all. So y'all definitely might want to take some notes for this episode right here, ladies and gentlemen. (laughs) Now, moving on. Now, say you're with a lady. Now, should you live with the person before you decide to put the ring on it? Well,
1: I'll say this. The Bible speaks against it. But nowadays, I think you better because... You, never, you you don't know what you're getting into and whatnot until you live with the person. And when you marry married to them, it's too late. So, you know, if you're dating somebody and you come over for dinner, for instance, she done cleaned up and everything and whatnot because she know you coming over. If you live with her, you see who she really is and whatnot because she can't clean up because you lived there. You understand what I'm saying? If she's sloppy, you're going to see all of that. If she stink and walk around stinking all day, you're going to see that. You know, because when she when you see her, she might have took a nice good shower, or bath or whatever, put on her perfume, some flower balm. And you smell her, she smell like roses. Meanwhile, you saw her at 8 o'clock in the evening. But after 5 o'clock, she was walking around smiling like butt. <laughs>
0: That's true. That's totally true because I've known people to go get freshened up, um, just go see somebody else because I admit I'm guilty of that my damn self.
1: You know, so you learn all that when you, when you live with them,
0: you know. That's real. That's real. So now tell me this, what is the what do you feel like is the very importance of picking the right woman to be in your life? Well,
1: for me, I like to, I don't like to run through women as far as marriage is concerned. If I'm going to get married to somebody, I want to be the right one. So to me, you need, and I made a list of things in there that I can sit up there and say, okay, this is what I like in a woman. This is what I like in a woman. It's like a GPS. You know what I mean? If you write it down you know exactly what you want if you're just going out there picking a woman and whatnot just because she's pretty she may not have any of the attributes you like all you know is she, she got a fatty and you went on that <laughs> but she could be dumb she could have family problems you don't know any of that you know what i mean if i i, yeah. I look at it like yeah. this if a woman and, and, and a lot of guys miss this. If a woman is, let's say you're a teenager and she, you know, let's say 18, 17, she's sneaking out to come see you. The only thing you're thinking about is, oh, I'm getting some. I'm getting some tonight. Meanwhile, you'd have missed the fact that she done snuck out. You, so now you know she. You didn't. You didn't realize she was sneaky. And then you went and married her, and she was a sneak. <laughs> you know what I mean? But most guys miss that fact.
0: Yes, sir. I know what you mean. It says you you can't you can't make those things up. It's some guys they they miss the small yep. details. So I definitely I definitely understand that when you understand how you got to be detail oriented because the right woman will will lead you will not only lead you but be alongside yep. you instead of. Hindering you yes. from greatness.
1: Oh, yes. You definitely need somebody that's going to support you 100%, believes in what you believe in, and wants to head in the same direction you want to head in. All those things are important. Even, hey, you know, even the Bible real. tells you, don't be unequally yoked. You know? It's in there. So they te- it tells you, don't just go pick any woman. But guys do that they go pick any woman, the woman that got the fatty, the one that all the guys are looking at. that's the what everybody wants. don't always do that Cause you could be
0: getting a whole lot of trouble, yeah I would definitely say you'll get you in a lot of trouble because it may be what you want, but isn't what yeah. you need, yeah and i I feel like that's where a lot of guys go wrong, so. In 2020, what do you see now from just observing other couples? Like, where, where are most people going wrong?
1: Where are they going wrong?
0: Yeah.
1: um, It's just like I said. They didn't know what they wanted in the very beginning. That's where they're going wrong. They got together, didn't know who they were getting together with, and then they discover it later. That's... Basically all it is you 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 you're not you didn't communicate in the beginning, you should have communicated if you communicated, you'd find out a whole lot of things that you would would have scared you off, but you know you was too busy trying to hit the drawers, so you didn't find out
0: nothing you know what I mean yeah, that's real yeah. So, now, going to Toy what do you think the state of black love is right now? Do you think it's at a good place or at a bad place? So, where where does it need to
1: improve? Well, I'll say this. The statistics say that 60% of all married couples have cheated. 60%. We're not talking about a half-and-half half thing. We're talking about only 40% of the people out there are faithful. So...
0: <laughs> damn, that's so back.
1: yeah, forty percent <laughs> Yep that's crazy. They had that on the news the other day
0: that that this is fresh information, <laughs> yeah, yes, so what do you think of the idea of the media just pushing into interrac- racial relationships very hard because back in the day it wasn't very marketed, but now every time you look up, you're seeing them they're pushing. This idea of interracial relationships is yeah, very do that.
1: hard. They do that. Um back in the days, um it was like a like a uh, uh you would get you would get uh left out the community, you know, you would disband from the community because you messing with a white girl, you know? Um the black people didn't like it because they were the slave, you know, it was originally the slave masters. The the, um, the white people didn't like being with the black people because they were the slaves. So now, as time goes on, they find out all the good attributes that come with being black. That's why they always stealing from our culture and whatnot. They stole rock and roll. They stole golf. All those things originally done by black people, you know? Um... And that, you know, they got the they, they trying to steal rap <laughs> <laughs> they you know, so it's like yo, everything we do, they try to copy, even back in the days, and nobody even picked up on this when they when they had this um actress um Derrick. Bo Derrick Bo was a white woman that had braids. Now, what white people wear braids back then? Black people wear braids, but they've been trying to copy our style forever.
0: Exactly, it's, it's sad that people don't, more people don't realize that white folks been trying to take from us um, for years and years, and now yeah. we just giving it to them. Now, how do how do us brothers win back our black women? Because you see in the media, you get some black women that just be bashing black men that will go hard and go after black men. So fucking hard it's ridiculous. So how do you think us black men can win back well, all black
1: women? The way you win them back is get yourself together. That's basic that's cut and dry. They go after the white men because the white men seem to have themselves together. They the ones who would be the doctors, the lawyers, stuff like that. You gotta compete on that level. You know? Um, you don't see anybody like Jay-Z or Pete Diddy having having women problems like that. They can gain by they want. Why? Because they got it together. It's just the brothers that you know they slacken and then think that they should get this woman and whatnot the women a lot of the women want more nowadays that's why you have a lot of um women nowadays they're more college educated than the men did you know about that <laughs>
0: Oh, I knew about that because you see a lot of brothers, you see them always going to jail or staying, not, not, not um, following their ambition and not going to get educated or they just being lazy. And and also because because a lot of families are broken nowadays. A lot of families don't have the the double parent households that could raise in a single parent household. That's very true. That is
1: very true. A lot of women think they could yeah. be a father and a, and a mother, but that's impossible. You know, I, 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 I commend you for trying, but you can never sit up there and know what it's like to be a man unless you are a man. And how a man thinks and what he would teach his son, that's different from how a woman would teach her son and whatnot. It's not that um, a woman can't raise a boy. She can She can, but he's going to be ill-equipped. It's like going to the going into going into war, and everybody else got an M sixteen or AK, and you got a thirty-eight. Yes, I'm saying (laughs) you might get shot up.
0: Yeah, exactly. You're definitely going to get shot up. It ain't gonna work like that. Now, yeah, it's crazy, and um. Now, getting back to your book, getting back to some of your things in your book. So, where are some, where are the best dating ideas, dating ideas besides going to the restaurants and stuff? Because nowadays I feel like. Yeah, that's see, and a lot of women
1: might think that, and that's why they, you know, start messing with the white guys. See, you gotta, t- gotta um, take them different places that the average folks are not gonna take them. You could, t- and, and you could still have fun. You could sit up there and take them to mini golf. Now, I love mini golf. You know, that's the one where you you uh sh- hitting the golf club and it's going into the dinosaur's mouth and all that or the hippo, you know, all that type of stuff. And you got to follow this path. It's fun. You ever played mini golf?
0: Yeah, I'm, I played mini golf. Now, do you have some calls? No, I never heard golf? that one. Now Top Golf is like a driving range, but it's like a game. It's like a but it's like a video uh-huh. game man. it's a driving range. And basically you're driving the ball to, to like different spots. And it's a great venue, you know. So I'm I don't know if y'all have any of them up there. Okay, no, York. we
1: don't have that. But um, yeah, something like that. Do that. Um if you don't yeah. have money, like I said, the park is great. You can go jogging with your girl or whatever, or just sit on sit by the water. Look, feeding ducks, you know, whatever. There's things that you can do that don't even cost you anything, but you're spending time with your woman, you know. If you're a baller, you know, you yeah. take them to a game. Yeah, of course, the NBA is closed now, but you know,
0: man, <laughs> everything's shut down because that damn coronavirus. <laughs> you know,
1: you could take them there.
0: Um, you could take them to
1: a casino. You know, people like people like the idea of trying to win yeah. something. You know, there's lots of things you can do that, you know, are different. Don't do the same thing.
0: Would you really take your woman to uh, a Knicks yeah. game, man? We
1: went to, matter of fact, we <laughs> went to um I never been to the Knicks, but uh we went to the Nets when um when um Vince Carter was playing there. You know? So uh yeah, yeah. She loved it.
0: That's what's up, you know what I'm saying? Because I know most women they probably get mad if they have to go see <laughs> dicks, You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and now, what are some things, some things where people go wrong with having friends of the opposite well, sex? Well, see, I
1: was even telling somebody about this the other day. If you got me as a friend, for instance, and you're a pretty girl, and, and you got a boyfriend. I might sit up there and chill. I'm not going to disrespect this man because, you know, you chose him. Cool. I'm all right with that. But I'm going to sit there, be a good friend. The minute you break up with him, boom, I'm there. shaping wolves clothing. Believe that. I'm sitting there just laying in the cut. And a lot of guys do that. They sit up there just laying in the cut, waiting for him to mess up. And 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 it don't have to be that the girl broke up with the guy. It could be that they had an argument. And so now she needs a shoulder to cry on.
0: And there you are. But what if you get the one that don't look at you like that, that just says you just in a friend zone and you could be nothing like that?
1: You know what? Everybody says that you could be in a friend zone, but the longer you are with somebody, you find out more and more about them. And um, eventually you might fall in love. Because you spent a lot of time with them. See, in the beginning, it's the friend zone. You understand what I'm saying? They yeah. might tell everybody else it's the friend zone yeah. after a couple of years, but they know a little better than that. <laughs> you know what I mean?
0: <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Because you can see people, they sweat they friends, but everybody knows they're exactly. probably hitting it. they probably fucking. <laughs> it's crazy. So... Why do so many people get this rule wrong? So many people try this. Why do so many people try to turn a hoe into a housewife?
1: <sighs> because it's it it get they think it gives you props when uh you sleeping with the stripper that everybody wanna wanna um wanna hit. Everybody looks at your wife and or your girl and be like, oh yeah, she work at the club, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um she bad. People, some people like that. They think that gives them points. But um, you got to remember who she is. You know, at the end of the day, she wanted to do just about anything for money. So the next man come along with some dollars, she and she she chilling with him. Maybe not forever. She might just it just might be for a night. She hitting him and then coming back to you. You know?
0: Yeah, that, that's real, you know what I'm saying? So now how can you tell? How can some men tell? How can you tell? Just or? by the
1: actions. You know, you could tell a, a, a good woman when you go around her family, all of that. Watch how her friends treat her. Watch how she treat her friends. All those things you have to be aware of. Because see, when she's with her friends... They know her. She ain't got her, her guards up for them and whatnot, but she got her guards up for you because she wanna put on be on her best behavior for you. You understand what I'm saying? Because she's interested in you. She ain't interested in her friends. So watch if she sit up there and cuss her friends out and stuff like that. Or if she at home? she cussing out, cussing out her moms, all that type of stuff. Guess what? Your turn is coming if you stay with her. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah, that's definitely real. You definitely got to pay attention to how people talk about others. You definitely got to pay attention to that stuff because that is just real. Another mistake people make. They fuck their ex. Why do people fall for this mistake so many times? I don't know.
1: That's That's a very good question and whatnot. You know, people forget why they broke up with this person in the first place. You know, they forget that. It goes right out the window because the girl looked good. So, you know, they 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 looking at her and be like, "Damn, I missed that. I was hitting that before." Damn. And you forgot that this girl cheated on you. She ain't changed. She you know, and she ain't changed nothing when you mm-hmm. got back with her again, you just was able to get back with her and have her cheat on you again.
0: You know? This is my what? Wow. Now, what we'll- what do you think of the people that say that they, oh they'll they'll fuck around with their exes because they don't want to catch no new bodies? Meaning they don't want to sleep with nobody new. That sounds stupid. The girl that you your ex is the one that yes, hurt you. Does. So you
1: want so what you're saying is you want to stay hurt.
0: Hey, I hear that from women too. They don't wanna be, they don't want be, they don't be thought of as a host, so they'll go sleep with. Sleep with the the yeah, same niggas stupid. that done did them wrong. It's very stupid,
1: you know. There's plenty of women out there. And there's plenty of men out there that'll treat you right. You know, you don't gotta stay with somebody that's abusing you, hitting you, cussing at you. You know, just disrespecting you all kind of ways. You ain't gotta stay with that kind of person. Go get with somebody else. And I'm not saying you gotta sleep with them right away. Mm-hmm. So if you're talking about worrying about catching bodies, just Take the time and get to know the person. Don't just go out there trying to hit the next person. How about that?
0: That's definitely real. That's definitely real on that. Now, shifting the gears, shifting to the workplace, is it ever okay to hit on somebody you work with that works at the same job well, as you? It all
1: depends. See, with me, I'm like this. I used to do that. And it was fun. But if you're um, talking about dating purposes, like you're getting serious with this person, I would say no. Why? Because when things go wrong, you got to look this person in the face all the time because they work there with you. So,
0: no, I wouldn't do that. But what is in a totally different department. Same thing. You're bumping each other,
1: going going to the cafeteria, going to the bathroom. There's always ways to bump into each other All the girls that I used to mess with When they said that I hit every girl From, from the, the lobby to the 10th floor Guess what They all came. I used to work in the lobby And they all came down the elevator to the lobby And that's how I met them I didn't go up to the 10th floor I didn't go up to the 9th floor, the 8th floor, none of that I had no reason to They all came down to, they Came off the elevator And they was going home They came to the lobby and that's when I saw
0: them Yep And that's when you made your move. <laughs> man, that's interesting, man. Now, what do you tell the people that are in their early twenties that want to get married? Because I remember the do- judge on divorce court, Judge Tola said this that people she said she told mm-hmm. them all the time they get married too young. She said your twenties yeah. are supposed to be your selfish years. Now, what is your advice? Yeah, to people see, that's that something else I, young?
1: I I totally agree with. Um in your 20s, you're supposed to go to college, you're supposed to travel, you're supposed to, you know, sew your wire loads or whatever, you know, if you want to go sleep with this one, get, get it all out your system. And then, you know, by the time, and you definitely should buy yourself, um, even if it's just a condo or something, you know, get your own place and... uh Live by yourself a little while. Know know how to manage your home and stuff like that. Know how to cook. Know how to do all these things on your own. And then you bring somebody else into it when you got your life together and you're actually ready to settle down because settling down is serious and people don't understand that. You know, you if you'd ever sit up there and, 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 and did what you wanted to do when you were single, then chances are, you might mess around and do it when you're married
0: That's real. so how do you know when it's time for you to settle down and find somebody and just get married? Well how do you know if that, well, that, as that time I said is coming? if
1: you done traveled, you done got your college degrees and all that you you know you you took care of all of that you took care of your bills, you're handling your business, you can get married. why not? You, done saw, you know what I mean? After you done saw everything and did everything you wanted to do, then you could sit up there and get married. Why not?
0: That's definitely real. Now, let's take it to the bedroom. Now, how do you keep things interested with sex games? Because what I've heard a lot from a lot of people that hold around is because they don't have their They just can't get down with the idea of just fucking one person for the rest of their life. Now, how do they get it? Now, how do they keep the sex interesting with that one person well, with the sex games? Number
1: one, you gotta sit up there and know what the who you're with, what they like. Okay, um, you get some girls that only want to do doggy style. You get some girls that'll never give you a BJ. You get some girls that don't go all around the world. You got to know what your partner likes. And then as far as the, the games go, that's just keeping it interesting with, once you found out what they like cuz you can be, have a game based on what they like. But if you got just if you just go out there and get some type of uh, you know, whatever twister or something mm-hmm. like that and you and you playing naked twister, she might not be into into that type of stuff cuz she's not into Getting hit all around the world. Get it? See what I'm saying? She might be just a plain Jane type of girl. You got to know this. So then you can sit up there in advance. You don't go from you know from skipping level one, two, and three, and then you off the four, hitting the home run. No, 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 no. You got to sit up there and go through these levels one, two, three. You got to know all this
0: stuff, and then you can go to the big time. You know? You know? That's real. That's definitely real. Ladies and gentlemen, if you don't know by now, we go there. This is look at all the exclusive round with Mr. AJ Carter. Now let's stay in the bedroom. Why do so many men have a threesome fantasy? And now what do you think of the people that do okay. fulfill it though?
1: Number one, um why men have threesome fantasies? Because um <laughs> yeah, it's a macho thing, it gives you bragging rights. You know, the more women you have, hey, you know, the the more things you do in the bedroom with the girl and whatnot, hey, gives you bragging rights. Oh, I had a threesome and whatnot. Oh, I hit all around the world. You know, oh, I had um, mile high, you know, I was in the mile high club with this girl or whatever. All those things are just, you know, give you feel like you give you bragging rights, including the threesome. Now, the problem with having a threesome once you're with somebody is that the other girl might be better.
0: Oh. (laughs) Oh.
1: Now, if you didn't have that threesome, you would have never discovered any of that, and you would have been faithful. Now that you have the threesome, this girl done blew your mind, and you done blew her mind and she's looking at you like, mm. and you're looking at her like, damn, baby, when can we do this again?
0: You, see, you start sneaking around. <laughs> so <laughs> all right, you start sneaking around. Now, would, what do you think about some women that have a fantasy of having two men in them? Would you fulfill that fantasy if you're a man? Because personally, I, well, I, I don't think I would. As I told
1: you, I was a sex addict. So,
0: yeah, I've done that. Even if it's not no, 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 not with what I home. love.
1: I'm talking about one I was just, you know, hitting. You know, I, I, I you know, the hitting runs. That's
0: gotcha, you know. Gotcha.
1: But with my woman, I don't share my woman. No. Yeah. You <laughs> out your mind?
0: No, Hell no. <laughs> but what'd you do if you encountered a woman, a woman that, that wanted that. that, and I love him? <laughs> <laughs> That's what's up. That, that is exactly what's up. I'm sorry, not ladies, we sorry, not sorry, but yep. some things we selfish. Now, what do you think of the brothers that don't eat pussy?
1: Boy, oh boy. <laughs> your best to have a good your, your your dick gang gotta be good. Very good. Because most women, they actually orgasm from you eating it. That's
0: how they orgasm. You know? <laughs> Most men don't realize that. Most men don't realize you got to eat that thing out before you put it in there. Most men don't realize that. They just yeah. want to. And what happens to the is, part.
1: especially if the girl look good, and it's your first time, you in there, two or three pumps, in the the
0: night. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you man. Yeah.
1: And then uh right. and then the girl looking at you like Dad, you just started and you done already
0: you know See yeah. that's why you that's why you got eat up. Now now you you might know this how, how you, do you recover, recover from bad sex. You, right, you can't move on you to move the next on to one, one or you can't you recover just... from that.
1: You know, because understand this <laughs> you don't have a second opportunity to make a first impression.
0: That Ooh, one. hitting nail on the head. Once, yeah. yeah. hitting the nail on the head. Messed with up.
1: That you, now, that's your reputation. You'd have messed up. Oh, he had a little little thing, and you know, what, you know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: Now I heard. I heard some women talking about this. I don't want to hear master say them. Does size really matter? Because I've
1: heard a lot of men, women say size really don't matter. Length. If it's an average length, that is. Doesn't matter. The girth is what would matter. Because the girth means that you would fill her up. You know what I mean? And you would be hitting them spots that turn her on. If you're a little dude, trust me. Science matters. I had, wow. <laughs> for, wow. I had a dude in the military <laughs> that uh, when I when, when I was taking the um ASVAB and, the, and and the physical and all that, and the guy couldn't get in the military because his Johnson was too
0: small. Yes. Wow. I thought they took care everybody. God damn. His I ain't never heard. Too wow. I'm
1: <laughs> dead serious. Wow. Because yeah, they was worried that his Johnson wouldn't fit outside his uniform and he'd be peeing on his uniform. And your uniform got to stay crisp at all times. Yep.
0: Wow. You've heard it here on at Talk. You could get kicked out the military because of yep. your business size. Yep. Wow, <laughs> that that yep. is that is interesting. So I'm gonna pull something I pulled from another topic. So do you think it's necessary for men and women? Is it to necessary? Go to home base?
1: It's necessary for you to get it out your system before you get yeah. married? You know, if you're going to, going to go through a whole phase, do it while you're single. Yeah, I I, I, I go with that.
0: That's real, y'all. Shout out, to, shout out to precious. Um, it's her birthday this week. Um, she's hosting cake dish, and the main thing she she went off about on one of her podcasts was going through a whole phase and how everybody needs to go through a whole phase. And I remember asking her what's something she could she good talking about, and she said. The damn hoe face. So, also, I'm going to give an early th- happy birthday to the beautiful P. Anyway, getting back to you, Mr. Carter, <laughs> we've been having a really good talk. I really do appreciate it. So, what are your thoughts on online dating? The tenders, the bumbles, the the fish, <sighs> all that.
1: You know, everybody's doing that nowadays. And, you know, it seems like it's the thing to do. But it's really not, because that's why you get, get catfished all the time, whatnot, you know?
0: Yeah, exactly. Because people, they yep. they put on them damn filters. They sure don't. They don't look like that in person. And a lot
1: of women, you know, if you look at Instagram, they uh they look bad on Instagram. And, you know, they're putting on all these filters and everything else. And they, on, they take about 30, 40 pictures just to get the one that that, that got up there. So.
0: Yes, they don't see that part. They don't see how people be taking 50 million yep. photos just to get that one. Now, moving back to single people, single men, what is your advice for single men that read this book? Read the
1: whole thing. Read it all. Let it sink in. Think about how you live in your life and how can how you can better your life. life. That's basically what the whole book is about. How you can better your life. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I know this book is geared towards the men, but do you have any advice for any? Let you me tell you a little boys? something. I, I got,
1: got more reviews from women than I do men. So the women love it too. Yep. So as far as women is concerned, there's lots of advice I can give them, but you know, you got to read the book.
0: That's real, that's real. So what can women gain from well you
1: women have told me that
0: they learned
1: they got they like they were like a fly on the wall and got a glimpse in what it's like to be a guy and what they should be expecting from their guy. You know, and how you know some things guys do is very disrespectful. But the girl was so used to it that she never even picked up on it. I'm pointing all those things out so the women can learn, hey, I shouldn't be standing for that. I'm worth more than that. You know, (laughs) you learn all that.
0: That's real. So now, how can people get in touch with you? Are you out here on, do you do podcasts? Do you do YouTube channels? What else do you do besides, um, Mostly, book.
1: I do um, motivational speaking. I would go to the schools and churches and things like that. And but unfortunately, that shut, <laughs> <So now, laughs> yeah. shut down.
0: So Just now, man, everything's shut down. now I'm um, gonna start
1: doing um, videos and stuff. So
0: that's real. Someone um, else. Hopefully, by next week, out. I'm
1: gonna start dropping them because I already did three of them. So, you know, I, I'm just, you know, working on the masters and that's a that's it. I, I lose it.
0: So what's the name of the YouTube channel everywhere you you that
1: I'm that I'm at will be called Rev R E V Andre AJ Carter. That's it. Like that's Instagram, that's Facebook, okay. that's everything. That's too. Rev Andre AJ Carter.
0: Okay, get you out of here on this. Well, bottom line, why do people need to read this book and watch well, your videos?
1: You can find out where you messed up. Very simple. You can find out. You know, it's just like this. Understand this. If you're going somewhere in life and just, or, or just anywhere, if you're in your car and you don't know where you're going, what do you do? You turn on the GPS. That's my book for, for relationships. My book is the GPS. You turn on your GPS and you know where you're going. Same thing with reading my book. You know what you're going to do. You know what kind of girl you would, you would want to go for. All those things. You learn all of that. Maybe you see yourself in there messing up and you, you laugh about it and whatnot, you know, because people will see themselves and be like, that I do that, you know. <laughs> they know now they can change that. If nobody ever points it out, just like I told you with the alcohol and, the, and, and the, uh, sex, if nobody points it out, you don't know you're doing it wrong. You think that's
0: real. That's real. Hey, I want, ladies and gentlemen, I do want to thank you, Mr. Andre A.J. Carter, for coming on the Looker Talk and talking about your book, telling me your story. And this was definitely an enlightening podcast. I do thank you for your time, man. I'm grateful for it. I'm humbled that you even come on. Great to do this. I said I appreciate you for coming on, and if you need me to do some videos uh-huh. with Definitely. you, you just let me know. Uh-huh. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been the Look & Talk podcast. Go ahead subscribe. Go ahead and hit us up on the, at the Look and Talk podcast on Instagram. Give us some feedback. Let us know what you think, and if you got something you want us to talk about, let us know. For, for Mr. Carter, I am your man, B. Jones. Until